This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. Hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And I appreciate the last hour with Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House. If you ever want to hear an entire hour, you can always go to the website and listen to that. As I said earlier, you can send that on to someone else as well. There's links there to make that really easy to share. I've got lines open if you want to call in and chat about anything for the next half hour or so. We've got a bottom of the hour, 430 guest. But in the meantime, yes, I always have to rant a little bit about after traveling. No, this is not just about the airplane experience itself and the fact that anymore you can have the sniffles and get on first because you now have some sort of an ailment that allows you to have yet to figure out why some people are allowed on the plane prior to everybody else that earned that early position. But anyways, we are not becoming, but we are so soft as a society, it's ridiculous. Now... Yes, we had snow in Colorado, the Denver area, yesterday. For some of you, maybe more than you'd like. For someone like me, it was pretty manageable, not a big deal. And even when I was growing up, there was nothing that you would have seen shut down or closed in a storm like yesterday. Did it snow? Yes. Did it snow a lot? No. I would call yesterday minor accumulation. Now, it snowed all day. I get it. Makes it hard to manage certain things. But for our airport in Denver, Colorado, to be shut down as often as it is, is absolutely, in my opinion, unacceptable and stupid. There are airports in much worse weather areas than ours that I would venture to guess are shut down far less than ours is. We have got some of the softest individuals in society running around I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, folks, it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. This chasm between the haves and the have-nots is going to get bigger and wider. The more I observe people in society and the more I watch things happen, those that feel entitled and like something's owed to them versus those of us that go out and earn it for ourselves, which, by the way, are becoming fewer and far between, They are going to make it far more and be be far superior to those that don't. And that chasm between those two is getting worse. And our leaders, both political, local, religiously, and so on, are making it worse. They're not making it better. Again, when I was a kid, the snowstorm we had yesterday would have been a blip on the radar. And there wouldn't have been a single thing shut down, including an entire school district. And before somebody jumps on me and says, well, you know, you got to watch out for the little kitties. 
We managed. We somehow made it back in my day. I, I don't get it. Dave, you're up. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, John. Uh, on a conversation you just had before on uh, COVID and health, I think another thing that uh, is going to be coming up with, with all of these dimwits, they're still wearing them for people that never smoked before in their life but are ending up with acute lung diseases because they're breathing back in their oxygen. Yeah, I think between that and just a lot of the other um, things we're doing across the board, Dave, uh, again, I even go back to some of the softness. I mean, again, I'm not trying to be a a naysayer by any stretch of imagination. You guys all know that. You've listened to me long enough to know that I'm by no means trying to belittle anyone any way, shape, or form. But those those of you out there that maybe are listening to me, which probably are few and far between, but those of you running around with a mask thinking that's somehow saving you, um, to your point, Dave, it is not. It's actually making things worse, not better. And those of you, I will say this, those of you masking up your kids, stop it. It's child abuse. Well, and what you just made, the comment about the weather, for those of us who grew up in the Midwest or other parts of the country where you have humidity during the winter time and sleet, the, the winters we have here in Colorado are a piece of cake. Yep, they are, Dave. They are mild. Keep up the fight, John. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it very much. And uh, as far as my airport comment, I've said this. I will keep saying it. It never will change. I know that. Uh, I think it'll be a a cold day in hell when it ever does. The Denver city itself, city of Denver, should not own DIA. I'm going to go on record, and I'm going to continue to say that city of Denver should not own Denver International Airport. By the way, neither should any other major city. Every single airport in this country should be privatized tomorrow. You would see so many things change for the better and see so many less flight disruptions and and have way more order than you have right now if you'd get these darn cities out of the way and get people in there that actually know how to run things, not somebody just based upon their skin color. Because that's how it's done right now. You go around and look at most of the people that are running airports for cities. It's all based upon their demographic, where they've come from, and the color of their skin more so than it is anything else. And I'm not wrong in saying that. They have no idea whether they can run the airport or not, but they check all the boxes. And Denver DIA, in my opinion right now, is an absolute disaster. Absolute disaster. Is it going to be better when it's all said and done? I'm not sure it's ever going to get done. Craig, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, I, I won't disagree with you, John. Uh, I, st- I still think Phoenix's airport is 10 times better than DIA. Yeah, my, 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 but real quick, life. Craig, my biggest complaint with Phoenix is they, those stinking gates are like five feet apart from one another. There, there's no stinking room there is my problem with Phoenix. Right. I mean, well, you, they, you go to board an airplane, which line are you even supposed to get in? Because they're, they're all, you know, I'm not joking. It, it, they're like two feet apart from one another. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't know which is worse, our mess here or their mess in that regard there. Now, every terminal in Phoenix is not that way. They have some newer terminals where they've spaced things out and it's better. But some of the older terminals in Phoenix are an absolute disaster. But the reason I really called, our state legislature, once again, is trying to make laws for a very fractional 
portion of the uh, population. Okay. They are introducing a bill to provide transgender bathrooms, non-binary bathrooms in public buildings because they are getting complaints that transgender people feel unsafe in either a man's or a women's restroom. They are afraid they will be assaulted. I don't recall ever having heard anything on the news about anybody in a transgender, you know, lifestyle being harassed or assaulted in a restroom. According to the latest statistics that I looked up on the Internet, that there are maybe one half of one percent of all Americans declare themselves as transgender. That's great. Yeah, it's less than one percent. So you're correct. Yes, that, those are the stats. You're correct. Yeah. And we are pandering okay. to less than 1% that are psychotic in the first place. We are pandering to psychopaths, Craig. Well, you you know, you and I would be on the same page on this deal. Now, my issue is, okay, let's say you're transgender. You're really, really, there are only two genders. All you yes, have to do is. is look down. Yep. Okay, look down, and you know which, That's which right. gender you are. That's right. Okay, now, if you are confused and not really feeling like a man today, Go into the men's restroom and sit down in one of the the uh, cubicles, one of the portioned off restrooms. Sit down and pee like a woman if you're feeling like a woman that day. If you're feeling like a man that day, stand at the urinal and pee like a man. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had a day, Craig, where I feel like that, but maybe I'm unique as a man because I've, I've just never bypassed a urinal ever in my life. Well, can, can you understand what I'm saying, Yes, right? I do. I, I do. I, I mean, and as a woman, I don't think you have any choice. I no, mean, you do not. You do not. Oh, so, so where is the conf- where does the confusion? In lie? my now, mind, Craig. A- there again, these are psychotic individuals that need really solid mental health. Yes, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for anyone that has a mental condition that would want to make them disform their body, change their sex, and move from one side of the aisle to the other. The reality, Craig, is they're very disturbed, mentally ill individuals that we should be helping and not pandering to. Well, you know, it's, there are a couple people in the state legislature that are opposed to it, and I agree with one of them. I, I don't have his name handy, but he said, why not just call them a handicap, have a handicap restroom? And, you know, I, I'm assuming those, I, I guess they could have a lockable door on there, or a family restroom. Family restrooms all it. do anyway, so if they want to use a family restroom, let them. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? But, you know, right. this, this whole idea that they feel... This whole I'm idea so that as a society we have to make a unique bathroom for a psychotic individual is just stupid, Craig. People 100 well, years yeah. from now, if we tarry that long, are going to look back to this era and say, what in the world were these people doing? Oh, I know. Again, we're, we're making rules and laws. And this is, I, I do believe the, some of the members of the state legislature stay awake at night thinking up new laws and new I don't know. No, no, actually, no, no. I think they sleep very well at night, Craig. It's the people that come to them, the lobbying groups and so on, that plant these ideas and get these things moving forward. These are just puppets used by those other individuals and groups. Now, if I am wrong, that, again, I'm not transgender. I've never felt threatened to go into a bathroom. If they truly feel this way, I would wish one of them would call into your show and explain. Yes, You know, I would love to hear that. I'd love to hear a bad experience. Yes, I so would too. And I could maybe, because I, again, I can't speak from you know. Change my mind. Experience. That's right. Change my mind. But change my mind. Yep. Tell me that you have been threatened more on more, more than one occasion, or you feel threatened at all 
yep. then maybe I can understand why you feel like you need a separate bathroom. I'll leave it but at again, that. If you want, pri- if you want privacy in a men's restroom, yep. go use the stall. There you go, Craig. I-, I appreciate you very much as always. Take a break. I'll come back. Ann and Joe, hang tight. We'll get right to you guys. Affordable Mattress Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers again. Anything you need for your mortgage, call Kurt seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913% with an APR of 6.985%. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC and electrical needs. It's Absolute, 720-526-0231. You just found out that you need to replace your furnace, and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family with a culture of service, excellence, and growth. Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And for all your plumbing needs, it's High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Again, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You should be flushing your water heater at least once a year. Scheduling routine maintenance with High Five Plumbing now allows you to be frugal down the line. Keep your operational costs down over time by ensuring your water heater is functioning properly. When you don't regularly flush your tank, mineral buildup can mean that your water heater loses energy efficiency, increasing your gas and electric bill. A water heater flush with High Five is an easy-to-schedule service that is cost-effective in the future. With consistent maintenance, you can even extend the life of your equipment and stave off future plumbing emergencies. High Five Plumbing can save you money down the road with simple maintenance that you can schedule right now. Get on the books today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out a contact form at klzradio.com plumbing. Make sure to mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and a wave service fee for KLZ listeners only. 
All right, Premier Home Remodels, Interior Design Consulting, Remodeling, Bathroom, Kitchen, Basement, you name it, they're there for you. Licensed and insured, 720-619-8773. You want to remodel, but you're nervous about making such a big investment in the wrong company. Premier Home Remodels is always transparent with their communication and pricing that you can trust them with your kitchen, bathroom, or basement remodel. Other companies give you an attractive-looking bid and add on the cost of materials later, so you end up spending way more than you expected. Premier Home Remodels gives you a detailed bid that will only change should they run into an unexpected issue that must be fixed. Premier Home Remodel shows you that they are the right choice for the job by keeping you informed every step of the way. All labor is under warranty for up to one year after completion and inspected when the job is finished. You can rely on Premier Home Remodels to get your custom remodel done right the way you want it. Set your consultation today. Call 888-679-0288, 888-679-0288, or visit klzradio.com remodel. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Anne is up next. Anne, welcome. How are you? Oh, it, I'm fine. Thank you. I um, want to speak about um, pharma, big yep. pharma. Okay. I had been in education for 50 years on and off, and I had a hiatus from the educational world as a teacher. When I went back in 1992, I sensed things were really weird and wrong. And I write when I'm distressed about something. So I wrote a poem um, that predicted school shooting Hmm. seven years before Columbine. So when Columbine uh, tragic events happened and the shooting there, I said, Diane, you have to figure out why you wrote that. Hmm. So I spent about 2,000 hours looking into the causes of why school shooters would uh, commit homicide and suicide. And I found out two things, and the one is very simple. Um, most school shooters, as my friend Dr. Ann Blake Tracy will um, attest to, because she has a site, drugawareness.org, and she lists all the school shooters, mass murders, school shooters. There's about 60 of them, and uh, th- all of them have been on psychotropic, legally prescribed drugs. Mm-hmm. This is something that we have to wake up to. It's not about guns. It's about big pharma and these psychotropic drugs. Mm. I got Dr. Ann together with my friend Donna Taylor, whose son, Mark Taylor, was the first one shot at Colmore. And they went all over the United States protesting the drugs because, of course, Eric Harris was on Luvox and other things. And Mm -hmm. uh, when they got to Washington, they decided there that there would be large labeling on these psychotropic drugs can cause homicide and suicide. Hmm. And now this is what I'm wondering, that all the vets, that 22 of them commit suicide every day, how many of those vets are on these legally Hmm. prescribed psychotropic drugs? Great question. Great question, Diane. It is. It It certainly is. Great question. I have to put it out there because Mm -hmm. we have to, if we really want to get to the root of of these uh, problems, we have to realize that these drugs are no darn good. And, you know, they're like prescribing them over the Internet. You know, you can get psychiatric help and get drugs prescribed. And you know what? They have like all these mental health people in the uh, schools. They 
don't do any good. They're, they're counterproductive. They're behaviorists. I agree. And you know that behaviorism is the Trojan horse from the Soviet. It was yep. meant to control That's right. People. That's right. That, really quick, Diane, I'm going to oh, let I you go. Say, yeah. But before I do, will you send me that information you just talked about on those websites and such? I, I'll see what I can do to even get some special guests on and talk more about that because I think you've hit a really hot topic I need to talk more about. Thank you so very much. And I'm right now looking at Contact Us. Okay. Complete the form. There you go. So Fill I, that out and it'll come right to me. Thank you. Thank you, Diane. I appreciate that. Joe, you're next. Go ahead, Joe. I want to talk about. Uh, I want to get back to DIA management. Okay. But did you hear that JFK is uh, international rivals terminal shut down? No, I did not. They had a fire, knocked out all the power, and uh, Terminal One is the only international rivals. That's where all the uh, uh, customs immigration uh-huh. planes over the Atlantic, like from uh, Paris and London, they were told to turn around and go back. Oh my we word! Can't take, they can't take you. Unbelievable. Um, people getting ready to leave were told. Go back home. Your, your, all your departing international flights have been canceled. Unbelievable. JF, JFK Terminal 1. I want to get back to uh, the head of Denver International Airport. Do you happen to know who he is? Because I do. You know, you know, I looked it up the other day. I don't have it in front of me. I know who the old one was because he sued them, but go ahead. Well, this guy's name is uh, Philip Washington. This is a guy who's made a career out of failing upward. Yep. Uh, from 2000, what is it, 2008, 2015, he was head of a little organization you may have heard of called RTD. Yep. Uh, and after RTD screwed up, he went over to L.A. and, and uh, took a job as head of their Metropolitan Transit Authority, where he screwed that one up. So he failed. And by the way, he was a – so Hancock rehired him. He's been – um, again, RTD, he was part of the Denver Inner Circle. So they hired him to run Denver International, which is, you know, just a horribly run. And you talk about project. I think we talked in the past about they went into this massive uh, renovation project with no project management expertise. On None. The staff. Zero. Zilch. And, you know and it shows, by the way, Joe. It shows very much. What, the, what they've done out there could have been completed by now. Absolutely. And you know what job he's been nominated for? Uh, I, I, it was a federal job of some kind, right? The FAA. Oh, that's right. The FAA. That's exactly right. That's a total guy, disaster. Running running an airport does not qualify. No, it does not. To run the FAA. Guy's got he's got no aviation. He's got zero aviation experience. Well, he can't run this airport, so that should show everybody what he knows how to do. Because again, Joe, two inches of snow yesterday at DIA should not have shut it down. No, and, and you're an, you're way, you're a pilot. You would know. I know, but you know, running running an, an airport badly has nothing to do with aviation. You know, it, aviation is completely separate True. from the ins and outs of an airport. And unless so, he gets a hold of the FAA, <laughs> then it might change. <laughs> and by the way, he checks all the boxes. He does so check he, all the boxes, Joe. That is the issue. Diversity hires, and again. Yep. Um, he just continues to fail. He, he proved my point earlier that just because uh, you know, j- you, just because your talent level says you can or can't run an airport has nothing to do with whether or not you get the job. It's a matter of do you check the boxes. In this case, he does, and we, uh, as citizens here in Colorado, and even the people that travel through, what we're seeing is a result of those decisions. Yep. Uh, one more thing, if I can switch topics real quick sure. about how. The media, by the way, is redefining terms. In El Paso uh, last night, uh, two gangbangers started trading shots at each other, and one person got killed. I don't know if he was another gangbanger. But all of a sudden, a, a gang, you know, two guys, two gangbangers trading 
uh, shots at each other. It was suddenly, it was all of a sudden a mass shooting. Yeah, not hardly. That, that, not I guess it would be that way in South Chicago every weekend, every night. Well, but that's how the uh, gun violence archive. They they said, hey, you know, the the government definition is four more people killed right. at random by a single shooter in a public place. Gangbangers, which is multiple shooters, your targets aren't random. You know, you're, you're, right. you you know your target. That's not the definition of a mass shooting. But the media, by the way, and they've been quoting this. We've had 72 mass shootings so far this year, more than one a day. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No. More than one mass. Not shooting even close. Day. But you know the the media just is, re, is yep. redefining terms. They are that the El Paso two gangbangers shooting at each other suddenly has been redefined as a mm-hmm. mass shooting incident. That's right, Joe. So, I'll let you go at that. Appreciate it very much, Bill and North Glen. Hang tight. And a Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Golden Eagle wants to help you with all of your financial needs. Call Al today three zero three seven four four eleven twenty eight. Don't procrastinate. After 20 years with Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith understands that one of the main keys to a successful plan is optimizing it with a professional in a timely manner. When you procrastinate reviewing your financials for retirement, you're accepting preventable potential losses. Careful planning with a professional helps you capitalize on opportunities that exist organically in your life now. Al can make a calculated projection of your finances based on your unique situation to position your money for the retirement you want. In his 30 years of experience as a financial advisor, Al has counseled hundreds of people who've gone through the same transition that you are. Don't wait to optimize your retirement plan. Get a fresh look with Al Smith now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. Extreme Auto Repair, all of your vehicle needs. It's in one place. And don't forget their battery special they have going on right now as well. 303-841-1071. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery. But when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. Again, folks, for all of your real estate needs, Catherine and Robin, K&R Home Transition, 720-437-8210. Anything you need, it's two realtors for the price of one. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Cat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. 
They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Our guest is with us now, Selena Rev... Rev sorry, I'm going to screw this up. Resvani. I knew I was going to get that wrong the first time out, but I think I corrected myself. Selena, welcome. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for having me, John. No, I appreciate it very it much. Right. Appreciate it. All right, and uh, you've got a book out. You are not only an author, but also a renowned leadership speaker. I love leadership topics. I have as many folks on as I possibly can. It's near and dear to me. Your book, In Quick Confidence, Be Authentic create connections and make bold bets on yourself. And Selena, and and maybe you feel the same way as I, but I feel like leadership and the lack of training thereof is really hurting us as a society today. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And look, the pandemic didn't help. You know, when you think about so much of the stress, the job uncertainty, right? Worrying about health and safety. um, A lot of these things, made, you know, made us take a hit to our self-confidence. And when we look at the numbers, we see that's especially so for young people. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm glad you said that. Is that the fault of us as an older, and again, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 58. Is it our, you know, is it our fault, my generation's fault for not training, you know, better when it comes to leaders? Is it giving too much out and and kind of creating almost an an entitlement effect, if you would, and not making and creating great leaders? You know, what do you think is contributing that? Because again, I, I noticed the same thing you just said. Yeah, well, I'm not far from you. I'm 45 myself. And, you know, I think what we see is Look, we ate more as a society. We moved less. We, you know, there we were staring a lot of us at our reflections on Zoom for hours on end. True. A lot of people feel self-conscious kind of re-entering the world. And I think with young people, that reduced social confidence, right? I think it comes from, in many cases, having fewer resources than their older counterparts, you know, who might have more resources and support and coping mechanisms that are healthy to turn to. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't always have that, right, when you're 21 or going for that first job. Well, especially, and again, I'm not trying to be critical, I'm just sort of stating the facts. My, my show is called what it's called for a reason, because I try to be reasonable about all these different things, factual, and look at things in the right lens, if you would. And I'm a technology guy as well. I've, I've been around technology since it started. I remember when the internet got fired up. I mean, that, I'm that old where I can remember all these transitions, and it's sort of been a hobby of, of mine and several of my boys where we really, you know, enjoy the technological end of things, if you would. So I'm, I'm not immune to that. But I also know that if it's not used in the right manner, 
that technology can become an enemy and not a friend. And I'm afraid that the, that we might be teetering on or I've entered into that world where it's no longer a friend, it's become an enemy. Yeah, and and look, when that, you know, as that relates to your own self-confidence, it can be even harder. Correct. Again, imagine if you're newer to the workforce and you're suddenly behind a screen and yet you're trying to make an impact in a meeting, right? Or maybe you're more reserved or introverted or, I don't know, you've just been talked over or interrupted. It can be even harder to make an impact sometimes when you're in that technology-driven situation yes. versus no, real agree. life. Agree. I mean, not. I don't want to you know, make this about just me and my past, but I think a lot of my age can relate to some of the things that I went through and probably you went through as well. When I was 10 years of age, we didn't have anything electronic to play with. There was four or five channels on the TV. We were the remote. When we had to change the channel, it was our job to go do so. There was no clicker or remote to actually press. In turn, a lot of us had paper routes, and we did other things. And I can tell you, Selena, in my own world, from being a paper boy where you learned to manage your route, you learned how to collect from people on a face-to-face basis, you had no choice but to go get in front of people at a very early age, my point is, are we missing the boat with the next generations, plural, by not making them do some of those things folks like I had to do? That's a really interesting question. And I had a childhood a lot like yours, you know, being called in only when it got dark, you know, right. and very right. able to, to kind of roam free. Um, and it's different today. You know, I think there are positives to the youngest workers and people learning both. I think that the ones that are going to have the biggest edge are people who can function and conduct themselves online and, um, you know, virtually speaking, virtually collaborating with their colleagues, but also know the importance of connecting in real life, of making a new person feel welcome, mm-hmm. um, of, of making a rapport and building trust with people that, yep. you know, you can't do that as well. You can't. And I, I, I'm a big one. And I, I know that there's no cure all for everyone. But I will tell you that if most parents would look at this the way you and I are and realize that, wait a minute, if I'm going to have my young person really involved on both sides of the aisle, which I believe everything you just said is very important in the day and age we live in, you've got to be able to do both. But I will tell you, if I was a parent today, my youngest is 30 plus, so I'm not that person anymore. But if I still had young people living at home, I, and I did make mine do this. They work not only for me, but outside of of my realm as being self-employed. Uh, I made my kids all go into the retail world to learn some of the things that you're talking about. Because in a retail environment, you have no choice but to do the things you're saying. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what great training for the real world, too. You're going to deal with all kinds of personalities. Every you walk to... of life you deal with in retail, yes. as you know. Yes. You rely on each other. You have to trade shifts. That's right. These are all things we need to learn in real life. You have your bad days. You have grateful, kind customers. I mean, and and that's really wonderful training and how great for your kids. My my kids are 10-year-old twins, so they're not quite there yet, but not not No, not yet. They're not that far away. The next four or five years, they'll be there. Yep. As you know, I mean, and, and, and for those of you listening, and, and please, I, you know this as well, man alive, those years go by so fast. Enjoy them, but you got to train at the same time. And, 
you know, and again, knock on wood, Selena, you know, all of my kids have, you know, they learned how to not only hold jobs, but do very well in their careers. And they've all gone kind of different paths and so on. And some of them stayed behind to help run the family business, if you would. But in the end, they've all done very, very well. I'm proud of each and every one of them. And they can all hold down a job very well. Amazing. That sounds like success to me. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's th- There are days where, as a parent, we wonder. Let me let me tell you. You, you know what I mean by that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trust yes. me. Yes. All right. So the book, number one, I always ask this. Why, and again, I kind of can, can know this, but I always ask the question, why did you write the book? Well, look, I wasn't born with a confidence gene. You know, I really struggled with self-doubt in my own life, and I had a kind of pivotal moment. I had this dream job opportunity come my way. I interviewed to be a spokesperson for like a large company. And as excited as I was, I got really swallowed up by my self-doubts. Mm. You know, I'm not good enough for this. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I think I got invited by mistake. All those mm. kind of requests. And unfortunately, after bombing that interview and kind of licking my wounds, I realized I need to work on my confidence. Here I had like all these great ideas to share, but I had watered myself down, you know, kind of gave them the diet soda version of me. And I saw other people struggle with that too. And so it's something I've been working on since. Um, I started a weekly newsletter called Quick Confidence, and now it's becoming a book. So I'm so excited to share those techniques that I've learned with people that can really make a difference. You know what? And by the way, thank you for doing that. I, and, and again, I I am different, I think, because of some of that upbringing background, my, you know, my folks and growing up in a family business and really kind of being, you know, intertwined with that retail world, if you would, from a very early age, I, I really didn't have any choice but to kind of gain some of that confidence at an early age. I didn't really have any choice. Not all people are able to do those same things. And you know, there's probably some days where folks feel like I probably have a little too much confidence. Trust me, I don't. There's a lot of things even in my world where I'm on air every day and people think, oh, you got all the confidence in the world. Not always. We, we, all, we, ha- we all have our own, you know, demons and things we struggle with, Selena, and, and each and every one of us has those. So to your point, we all need to be reminded of these things and what can I do to get over some of those things. And at the end of the day, in your case, writing the book, how can we be better at all the things that we do, especially in this regard, you know, jobs and the things that we do with family and so on, having more confidence will help us out in every area of life. It really will. You know, we tend to sometimes hear that word confidence and we might just think of like bluster, you know, or or somebody walking into the room with swagger or something. But it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. We know salespeople who um, report strong levels of confidence outperform. That's right. You know, their colleagues. Always. yeah, 25%. That's right. You know, people who report that confidence, more likely to overcome challenges at work, to be innovative. Aren't these things all of us want, you know, to do more of and be more yeah. of? Great point. Um, yeah, so it, this stuff matters. It's it really does. Kind of, no, it does. It know, really does matter. Again, folks, Selena Resvani, it's R-E-Z-V-N. Or sorry, R E Z V A N I. I knew I'd get that right here at some point. Um, and uh, Selena, where do folks buy? I always ask, and I know it's a dumb question because typically it's Amazon or whatever. But some authors like their own websites, and there's things that they can do there you can't do on Amazon. Where do folks buy the book? 
Yeah, thank you so much. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Target, Bookshop.org, really anywhere books are sold, you can pre-order Quick Confidence okay. and be one of the first to get it. And it's coming out here in the not-too-distant future, correct? Yes, May 9th to be exact. There you go. All right, Selena, thank you. And by the way, once the book's out, if you'd like to come back on and talk more, you've been great. I'd love to have you, so let me know if you want to come back. Thank you so much, John. I'd love that. You bet, Selena. Thank you very much. And again, folks, the book is In Quick Confidence, Be Authentic, Create Connections, and Make Bold Bets on Yourself. And for a lot of young people, as we go into that graduation season, might be a really great book to get that uh, that special someone that's graduating, especially from high school, to help them as they start to enter into the uh, quote-unquote real world. American National Insurance is next. And Paul Lewinberger would love to help you with whatever you need when it comes to insurance, home, auto, classic car, especially, you name it. Paul can help you and show you how to save money as well. 303-662-0789. You love your spouse. That's why you married them. Every time you look down at your ring, it reminds you of your wedding day, the precious commitment you made to one another, and the vows you exchanged. Until one day you look down and it isn't there. Make sure that beautiful representation of your love for one another is covered this February with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Putting your wedding ring on the policy protects you in case you lose it, it gets stolen, or even in the case that the stone falls out. Ideally, you never look down to find it isn't there, but give yourself the assurance that you're protected. Let's say everything goes according to plan and you don't have to make a claim for three years. You'll be getting back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. And in both cases, your spouse will be happy. Protect the investment you made in your love now by calling Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Don't get that... uh... No, don't get behind on that, I should say. Get that handled here quickly as we enter into a new year, 720-394-6887. You can also find Michael at klzradio.com. Michael Bailey would never write a will for a compromised person because he has an obligation to protect his clients. Depending on the emergency, Michael's ethical responsibility as a counselor at law may prevent him from creating a last-minute estate plan because you can't always make rational decisions under pressure or even have the ability to make decisions at the end. Plan ahead. Give yourself the time to clearly and calmly establish your final wishes. Call KLZ's Mobile Estate Planner now, before the situation becomes problematic. 720-730-7274. 720-730-7274. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill, and you feel months worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase? Alan Davis with Solar Energy Partners has a plan to save you money and proactively ease your anxieties in the future, too. The first part of his plan is to help you lower your power bill with solar energy by about 40% over the next 30 years, usually saving you more than $1,000 in the first year alone. By choosing to work with Alan, you're making an investment that saves you money and stress for years to come. The second part of his plan to save you money is to help you get away from the big power companies that keep increasing your rates. The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today, 303-378-7537, 303-378-7537, or visit klzradio.com slash sun. 
I'm Josh, a technician with Business Equipment Service. We all know how frustrating it can be to deal with a salesman who doesn't necessarily understand your needs or what product is right for you or your company, especially when it comes to purchasing new office equipment. As your technician, I can make the right recommendation for your home or office, get you the best deal, work through the delivery, installation, and training for you and your staff, and most importantly, be there to support the equipment long after your purchase. At Business Equipment Service, you don't get less, you just pay less. Check out what our customers have said about us for nearly 20 years at BESofColorado.com. That's BESofColorado.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, jump into the phones. Bill, you called before our last guest, so you're first. Go ahead, sir. Uh, you had talked about uh, the basically the privatization of the airport. Yes. Uh, I think the efficiency would go up uh, astronomically. Let's just look back a little bit further to the TSA. By the yes. way, that stands for thousands standing around. <laughs> uh, I love it. I'll use that. That's good, Bill. Do you feel safer now because you've got government employees checking you in before? No, any time I go through TSA, I just feel annoyed, Bill. I do not feel any safer, just annoyed. Exactly. Now, imagine what would happen to the efficiency if the airlines were responsible yep. for, for providing a safe travel environment. Do you think they would look a little closer to the people that are coming on? Maybe it would be totally be. different. The experience would be different. They would be graded. They would have reviews, just like when you go to a restaurant. And in a lot of cases, you might even pay more, pay more money to fly a particular airline that has better service in that area. And once upon a time, they used to do that. Yep. United, Frontier, they would all kick in a pot of money to hire security yep. personnel to do that. The profit motive behind it would definitely make for a better product. Worst thing that ever happened was the Patriot Act and TSA being formed after 9-11. Two, two of the things we don't need today. Absolutely. Take it a little bit further. How about recreation centers in uh, municipalities? Do we have to have government employees checking you in to no. have a swim in the pool? No. How about a contractor come in, provide the facility, and if they do a bad job, I guess they're going to I'm still trying money. to figure out, Bill, and, and I know people will argue with me on this one, but and I'm sorry to say, but I will say this, that is not the proper role of government to run a rec center. It is not. How about the fire department? How about they provide their own equipment and contract with the city? That way we don't have these constant mill levy override increases. Yeah, where they By just the want to go out and buy a million five uh, fire truck just because they want one, you mean? Sorry, I'm not trying to badmouth fire departments, but Bill, I know enough about their budgets and how things work and how some of the folks internally work to tell you that those are ex- that example I just gave you are real-world examples. And let's not forget that they're on para, 100% of salary for right. the rest of their life, plus cost of living. That's right. Yeah, They do have a tough job. I don't deny that. But the reward is just incredible. Let's take it a step further. Take it to the police department. Let's have them provide their own equipment so that we can, I think you're going to have a lot better policing. Oh, Bill, and I've said this, for again, I guess being a private guy myself, there's very, very few sections of any city that you could not privatize, maybe the, maybe with the exception of the, of the pipes and the roadways themselves, but even the maintenance of, you could privatize all of that and be way ahead. You look what they've done with the trash service, for example, in the city of North Glen. You cannot fire the, the trash if you if you don't want the city to pick up your trash and you want to hire a private contractor, that's too bad. I yeah. called the city and they say, well, we're dependent on that income. That's right. Well, what if they performing a poor service? Doesn't matter. They don't care. They don't care. And it's and, and again, I feel like and, and Joe said this earlier, and I think Joe's correct. 
we've sort of entered into a new era here in this Colorado region. And I said this this morning to my wife. It's funny that he was saying the exact same thing I was saying to my wife this morning. At one time in Colorado, Bill, you could get things done without having to, quote, unquote, grease the wheels. We've now entered into a new area where it's like New York or New Jersey, where you better be greasing the wheels of the contractor because that's how contractors get the contracts. Doesn't mean they're the best, the best company suited for the job. They just grease the wheels of that particular politician the most. And ultimately, it all comes back to liberalism. That's right. Liberalism is a mental illness. Yep, and it screws up everything it touches. Like you talked about earlier with all this transgender business, let's just coddle these people. It's just absolute insanity. Yeah, we're coddling the psychotics, unfortunately, Bill. Thanks, man. Appreciate you as always. Uh, again, there's not a, there's not an example that you can't privatize other than maybe the national military. That's a whole other conversation. Craig, you're next. Go ahead. Yeah, John, that was a great caller. Bill's um, great. Yeah. Um, we're heading toward a new Denver mayoral election. I don't know if you paid any Yes, we are. You are correct. I paid a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Okay, we have one declared Republican. Right. And he's a former Army Ranger who had a business repairing gates. Right. For self-storage units, he wants to run on a law and order less government platform. He wants to get rid of the homelessness on the streets, realizing that Denver voters in 2000, uh, I believe, 19 said 81 percent of voters said they don't they approve of the non-camping ban. They do not want people camping in the parks, camping on the sidewalks and so forth. So he should have their support that way. But being a Republican, he's got a, you know, an uphill battle, I'm sure. Uh, He's got a huge, I mean, I... He's got a huge uphill battle in the city of Denver. I mean, I and I commend him for trying. Um, but yes, he, Craig, to your point, he's got a very, very large battle ahead of him. Well, I hope I'm going to try to. I'm going to get on their email list and see if, rather than you contacting him, he contact you and get on your show. That would be awesome because that works way better for me because then it doesn't seem like I'm, you know, pandering to any particular candidate, which I don't want to ever be accused of. But any one of them that reach out to me, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, and that includes the Democrat side. If they reach out, I'll interview them. Sure. But as you look down the Democrat list, this is, I'll just make it short and sweet. We've got Lisa Calderon, who was a chief of staff to a declared communist city council member, Candy Cedabaca. Yeah, no, that's a no go. Okay, that's a no-go. Okay, we have another person that wants to, let's see, um, he's a former gang member who was uh, found not guilty of attempted murder in 2015. Okay. He believes corporate greed has pushed the city into a housing and public safety crisis. Ah, that's another great candidate. Not. Yeah. And then we've got an environmental candidate. That's an automatic no. I don't even care what they stand for. That's an automatic no. Wants to make the city more green. Yeah, no. No. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, so, uh, Leslie Harrod, um, the first LGBTQ African American selected to the state legislature, I think, who is recently found to have been negligent and paying some fines. Hmm. I think. Uh, and then we have, um, you know, again, we're the Democrat candidates we're seeing are going to give Denver more of the same. Yeah, if and you know, what I was talking about earlier with our airport and trying to fix it, none of them will do that. By the way, not one of them. Right. It'll just become and, even a bigger and bigger conglomerate of what it is right now, and it'll be harder and harder to pass through there. Well, again, if you have a candidate that's about less government, that's a good start. And if he's going to, you know, if he's concerned about the crime, 
and and the homelessness. Agree. Which all you've got to do is go downtown. Yep. And either you don't feel safe, or you're tired of seeing all the uh, tents. And, or or and you're people. like me, you don't go. Well, yeah, I stopped going downtown. Yeah, I'm, I'm just one of those. I just don't go, Craig. Yeah, I, so. I don't either. Craig, as always, appreciate you, and thanks for the follow-up. And, yes, reach out to him and uh, have him reach out to me, and I'd be more than happy to do an interview. I have no issues doing that whatsoever. Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart would love to help you. Any roofing need you've got. We've just had some more snow. We'll have more snow, by the way, before winter is over. That I can assure you. In fact, another storm looks like we might have uh, about the same time next week. Hard to say, but you just never know. Anyways, get your roof inspected. Dave wants to extend the life of, fix any problems. He can also replace it if needed, commercial and residential. 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, before I end this hour, I will do my best next hour to get into this. We do have a couple of guests, and that is the train derailments, the number one that, or the number one uh, of them that happened in Palestine. Uh, but there's been some others as well. Coincidental, terrorist activity, environmentalists trying to prove a point, which, by the way, would still be terrorist. I don't know. Um, I don't like the fact that instead of trying to figure out what really happened, we're just going to go blame Trump, which is what Pete Buttigieg did, Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete, that's not the answer. People are looking for real answers as to what's going on and why, and blaming Trump for it is not the answer, and it never is. You know, Trump's been gone now for I don't know how many years. If you wanted to fix the, the problem that you feel like he created, you guys could have done so. In fact, you, Mayor Pete, could have done so by now. So don't blame what, you know, this, this last derailment or derailments plural on the fact of Donald Trump, uh, you know, sort of deregulating something when it comes to the train industry. I'll explain some of that a little bit later. Hour number three is next. Don't go anywhere. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.